The, the, the dream is real. It is your lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns, reporting live from the safest place on earth. I'm here in Loveland, transmitting to you. God damn it. And I have some beautiful people with me. You want to know why? Because the, 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 the dream is real. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited. Listen, I've been having some, 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 some brain farts. That's right. You heard it. I've been having some brain farts because the way that people are setting up this system, I'm talking about all systems, sports, I'm talking about politics, I'm talking about the world. There's so many hidden agendas behind people's missions. It's unbelievable. It's no longer about the people. But I'm gonna bring on my people to have this conversation. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, stop putting your hands together now for the beautiful Kendra Coco Burns. How you doing, Kendra? Good, how are you? You, you, you all right? Your skin is still effervescent. Uh, it looked like you put baby oil on this weekend. Remember when we used to put back? All right, I'm sorry. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, keep those round of applause going for the beautiful Latia Ashley Burns. How you doing, Latia? Amazing. All right, don't yes. touch shit. Don't touch shit. Sit there and look pretty. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to keep those applause going for my dog, my brother from another mother, a.k.a. Natural Bars. His name is Hasadidi. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, you get one of those. Yeah, I know you about to come with it today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give you the title for today's episode. This is episode 30, Culture Lines. That's right, episode Dirty 30. It might get a little frisky. We're going to have more information than baby oil. I don't know where that came from. I'm looking at Kendall when I said it. But ladies and gentlemen, Culture Lines, we got to cross them. We got to draw them in the sand. It's time to shit or get off the pot. It is. Do y'all see what's going on in society right now? And I want to start with transgenders. I know it's gonna get a little sensitive. People gonna have a little weird feeling about what they really wanna say versus what they should say. But I'm gonna say it. Transgenders born a man shouldn't play female sports. It just shouldn't be. The DNA structure and the bone texture, it's just not conducive for it to be fair. It's not. Another thing. What was in the news just now, Tiffany? Come on over here and share with the nation. So we're talking about um, the latest representative that's in government that was silenced because she, who happens to be a transgender representative. Mm -hmm. um, so she was born a man. Correct. Okay. She was born a man. She transitioned into a woman. And she was basically coming down on her Republican constituents for shooting down the ability to support children getting reassignment surgery, transgender children getting, you know. So she was trying to care. pass laws mm -hmm. to put forth the agenda of the transgender. Correct, which isn't the issue. The problem came when she then said anybody that votes no has the blood of children on their hand and it's the decorum that they mm. silence, not what she was fighting for, but she made it an issue about the transgender ban when that wasn't it. Got it. Thank you, Tiffany. You're, you're a genius and a scholar. I, you know, I won't set it off. Set it off in this motherfucker. Set it off. Come on. I want y'all to get, in, get involved with this one now. Now, to your point, Tiffany, you said it was not a problem that they're putting the transgender agenda in play as far as politics. What you're saying, the problem is, is that they were getting super personal about what they think and then they were saying out loud, you know, which people tend to do so much these days that you're killing children and babies and all the things. Blood is on your hands, basically. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, please talk to me. I want to jump out there first. And I always say this is a, a development issue. You cannot, why are we including children in the decisions of adults if they're not developmentally able to mm. make decisions as adults? Come on. Um, so that that is my first and always foremost uh, action. Why is gender, sexuality, 
sexual preference or the ideals around those things even being pushed on children when we have yet to actually create a safe space for it, the space that exists for them already. Facts. School without thinking about people coming in with guns, shooting y'all. Listen, and that be the thing. It, it, it's like, and that's where I get into the agenda laced portion of what I'm trying to say. It is everyone deserves the rights that they're due, right? You know, if, if you are gay, you know, you are- I want to interject. Yeah, come on. Everyone deserves freedom and access to their opinions. Not everybody deserves the rights that they have. Well, I'm saying as a human being, you have rights. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm right. saying. I don't know about the politics okay. you're talking about, but I'm talking okay. about, I'm talking about legitimate rights. Like as a human being, if you have a right as a straight, if we have rights as straight men, Gay men have the same rights and equal rights. Absolutely. It, it, transgender women, without all the things. So I, I'm saying all that to say, and Tiffany's over there applauding me because my my words are together. Because you know, sometimes I can get a little beside myself. Um, but the point in the moral of the story is everybody, humans, deserve the same rights. We, are, we have equal rights. This is what we fought for. This is what people die for. This is where we are. The problem I have is the agenda-ridden things they lace in between the lines. It's sickening. It's sickening because the audacity to amplify something that is not a part of the problem is a problem. You out here like really wanting smoke because of all the things that happened to you and the way you feel and the, the way you were marginalized and the way that people don't see you. You're adding all of that in, you're personal. And I, listen, listen. Hold on, I just gotta, I know, sugar not here, I could bust that gun today. But the, the thing I'm trying to say is, you can't do that. Kendra, how you feel about that? Because I just feel like the more and more that people try to put their personal agendas into things, the more we can't get to the bottom line. Right, I, I agree. And to me, when you speak about rights, is it fair to give one person rights and then the other people are losing their rights in 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 a sense? Absolutely because not. Because if you if if transgenders want to play a sport, you have all ladies league, you have all men's league. It's not fair to the women in that sport, natural born women, to go against, like you said, it's unfair because the genetics are different right so then you're winning because you're built differently against other women they're losing their rights absolutely so how far do we go to give someone else rights of a choice and then interfere with someone else's rights as they were born absolutely and the one thing i definitely want if to clear yeah it makes perfect sense and Latia, i want i want to know what you think about this think about where women were and how far they've come sports. I'm talking about life in general, right? But specifically sports. They now have the WNBA's on fire. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but they're making money like, you know, not like the NBA, but they're making money, money. So they, the players are starting to, you know, have an uprising of what they're doing, what they're owed, so they ain't gotta go overseas. And so I'm just saying, how do you feel about that? Because I think that the strides for women are being uh, overshadowed when these transgender conversations come about. 
in my opinion. What do you think? Well, I think that um, women had to fight for not just um, human rights, but we had to fight for gender rights. Absolutely. And I think that um, I think that it goes both ways. I, I, I don't really see the women that trans gen, transcend to men. I don't want to use the wrong words, but I don't see them wanting to participate in the men's sports. You know, I, I haven't seen that. It's all I, it's the men that want to participate in women's sports. Um, I think that it's unfortunate because, I mean, that would put the women at a disadvantage because, like Kendra said, they men are genetically built different. Just because you add the physical attributes to your body, it doesn't make you a woman. Facts. A woman is not just a mindset. It's it's you know it's it, it's more than getting implants and in, in, in a wig and yeah. saying I'm a woman. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it would definitely set the women that the natural women at a disadvantage. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, y'all saw the MMA thing, right? Where they let the transgender fight. Beat the shit out that, that got woman. me mad. Like, like how you, that got. It's unbelievable. But but like how? Like, where are we as a society where we do some shit like that? First of all, it's already a blood sport. It's already kill that motherfucker. And people really tune in to see niggas without fucking padded gloves. Go in there and fight. Then you're going to see a man beat the shit out of one. Like, where, where are we mentally? What? Where does that happen? I'm just, I'm so confused. And I want to have these conversations because I want to hold ourselves, our communities responsible, our government responsible, our sports, you know, and entertainment companies responsible. Hoss, what are you going to say? I feel like we deep enough into the conversation to go here. And you said agenda ridden. Then we highlight that that uh mma display of fox versus that woman and i want to i want to start my statement by saying sensitive men in leadership or effeminated men in leadership mm -hmm. have long been a problem that perpetuates mm. other problems mm. um, me and i want to say this by we could easily get into the muscular structure bone density and the strength difference in in gender right. right but let's deal with some of the irrefutable facts that those things actually grant you a different nature the mind the reason why male sports are more entertaining than female sports are because of how the mind is structured right. the way we, we engage stupid. our activity we're completely different we're we're running to a wall for some attention we right we're, and be less sensitive over about two people not realizing we can't fly and then land on our face. Yeah, we'll do all. You that. feel me? Absolutely. Um, meaning that our minds are completely structured different. And as much as you would want to discuss anything to create equality or create anything that's going to create some confidence around you, let's deal with the fact that every nation that has ever fallen in history mm -hmm. required the falling of its fighting age men first. Right. And then now let's look at the past 10 years of legislation in this country. Come on, excited. Beginning in the Obama administration. Come on, Wall Street. Where urinal. we will learn and see <laughs> where we will learn and see that there has been not only an agenda, but uh, an aggressive agenda being pushed to remove men from this space of catalyst. Catalysm is the space of change, right? Oftentimes, uh, you could take two chemicals and mix them together. 
Yeah. But oftentimes they won't go together like oil and water, right? Yeah. You throw some vinegar in and you shake it all up. You got a catalyst that can mix the two. Got you it. feel what I'm saying? Heard you. So men have are being and, and and let me be very specific here. Masculine, intelligent, passionate men are being removed from the space of catalyst mm. so that we can push agendas that weaken our country to maintain the socioeconomic as well as phenotypical disparities that create our reality. Okay, okay, let me let me pause you right there. Phenotypical? Phenotypical means what you look like. Got so it. meaning that we live in a world where black and white is no longer based on pigmentation Facts. as far as my ability to ban you. Class, However, if classism. I can create something, right, if I can create something that everybody utilizes, you remain in your place because of the distance I've already created. Come on, listen, you, I'll listen. Hold on, motherfucker. Um, dead serious, great point. I say that because at the end of the day, I've been saying this to y'all. Kendra, you heard me. Latia, you heard me. Hoss, you heard me. It's cla like classism is trumping racism, pun intended. I think with the pandemic, the big reset, let's call the pandemic the big reset. Everything's more expensive. Everything we knew is no more. The big reset, they had to reset the world in a way where they could take them into this Dragonian mindset. Break down drag Dragonian form real quick. <laughs> Draconian just spe it simply speaks to the era of like elites versus the peasants. Come right? on, the yeah. haves and the have-nots. The right. motherfucking Hunger Games. Are y'all not with me? Do y'all not see the, the level of like, because ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if y'all 40 year old people understand that there might not be a social security for you. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the, the, the trajectory of your life. You worked, our parents, sorry, worked their whole lives to get what? Social, Social security. security. You were paying this imaginary bank to be a trust for you in a sense to then receive some type of end game. All right, the way you Negroes are spending money, I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, but you better think about some alternative ways to save your money or be part of the have nots. Because at the end of the day, this is the way the world is going. And the reason I'm even bringing up these topics in this culture line conversation, because we have to draw a line in the sand. There's nobody, people are out here trying to get the wrong things pushed through Congress and pushed through to pass as bills. They're out here trying to do things that have nothing to do with our future and more to do with their agenda-ridden moments now or their agendas now. I saw you shaking your head, Latia. Talk to me, baby. Yes, I'm so glad that you pointed that out because whatever their agenda is, is a distraction from the real issues that are at hand. Focusing on our future, um, there's still laws that are passed. There's still people being murdered in the street by the cops. Like, why do I care about one who you're sleeping with and two what you what you want to call you? Come on. Okay. Like you got you get the freedom to say, well, I identify with this. Okay. If I want to identify as a white woman tomorrow because I wear blonde wigs, okay, call me that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I have to respect your delusion and make your delusion my reality uh -uh. at the expense of your offense so that I can live in the world. At the expense like, of your sanity. Why would you? At the expense of yeah, your sanity. Like They're almost not giving you the opportunity to rebound from the way you actually feel. 
This, as soon as your emotion clicks and you feel something, it's something immediately put into the atmosphere, socially, digitally, whatever, to, to confuse your thoughts. They want everything they think to be normal, but, but it's not normal. They're creating this dictatorship movement mm. where you have to do this, or if you say anything different than what I'm telling you I believe, then that's a problem. Right, yeah, that must be where Haas is, because he's outside. And we were talking about the noise, it's not what Adia was saying. But I'm 100% with you, Sister Adia. It, it is amazing to me how the amplification of bullshit continues to be accepted. I thought for, for instance, with the whole political sphere, you know the reason China, Russia, all these people that are supposedly getting down with this new money movement and how they're moving the money is all smoke and mirrors, right? You, you know it's all smoke and mirrors. It's just shit you can't do because the way the world is set up, okay? So let's not be fooled. But they have gotten hip to America's game. America is the king, the king of throwing a smoke bomb up and having everybody scram and skedaddle and run for cover so they can come walk through the midst of the bullshit and plot, plan, and goddamn do whatever they want. They've been doing it forever. You know, what you said, Latia, and also Haas is is, is mind-blowing to me because it's like, all right, cool, we're sitting here and we know these things are happening. We're actually talking about them every week, right? But it's still happening. And then the people that are in place that are supposed to move the needle, it's like you're just existing while it's happening. No, listen, let me tell you something. You, different levels of law, state, right? You know, local state, you all have seen how you standing for something works. Right, we, we, we've, we've all seen what happened in Georgia. I mean, as much as the Republicans hate each other, they support each other until it's time to get the fuck out the way. It's unbelievable. I'm talking about you, the proof is right here in Georgia. Raffensperger bust a move on them when it got too hairy. You know what I mean? The only one still involved is Marjorie Taylor Greene. He doesn't separate, I mean, every DeSantis doesn't separate all these, but they all cuckoo, Coco. They all cuckoo for Coco Puffs, Coco. Because at the end of the day, they don't give a fuck about the future. They don't give a fuck about community. They just care about the right now. What, what shock and awe can I do? It's, 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 the, it's the social digital blueprint. What can, I, what can I do today to fuck everybody up? All while the people in the back is, all right, we're going to take advantage of that. We're going to take advantage of that. We're going to. So I, you know, it's scary. It's scary when you think, well, Coco, what you, I mean, I know you think it's crazy, but how you feel? I think they all just follow their own agenda, no matter who it fuck over. Mm. And right now, it's, it's messing over the American people. Yeah. And our future. It and is. And they just, they selling us out for money. You hit a nail on the head. Yeah. But my thing is like money for now versus later, right? What what happens? Right. You, you lose, okay, say the U.S. lost its, its, its stature in the world, in the dollar was end up made as a peso. It's not gonna happen for the next four generations, but it could happen. What if they decide to bust that gun, y'all? What if they decide to bust them crazy people, them old ass motherfuckers in charge over there are crazy. You think Donald Dump is crazy? They crazy. China already, you can't do certain shit, I lock you up. I come in your house, take your shit. 
You don't feel like that here in the United States of America. You do not feel like that. You don't feel like, unless you got 14 tons of cocaine or 52,000 tons of weed in your basement, you're not in fear of nobody running in your house, maybe pooking them, but you're not afraid of the police and the government and the people. The government tell you can't have that many kids over there. Right. The Russians take your money, don't got no laws, they just, oh, you a fascist, you against the boom, we taking your money, putting you in jail. There's no, they got a legal system that ain't legal. Right. So I ask you again, we we are a nation of bullies and, 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 and dictators in our own rights, but we do have a certain level of freedom. We're talking on this podcast right now, educating mm-hmm over 10,000 download people a month 10, you know that's more I mean I'm sure with the sharing and the whatever but like they're not stopping that I mean we but have that's the key word we have been it's live before though said. we've said too many one twos and then <laughs> motherfucker to go off but go ahead we have a certain level of freedom because certain level. if you speak out too much uh, we can go as far back as Martin Luther King Malcolm X Black Panthers Black Wall Street what they do they come in and they destroy it yeah, yeah, history shows that. And I yes. wonder, and even to their own. But ladies and gentlemen, we're upon a new era. How is Donald Dump still here? I'm not, I don't want nobody. Oh. I, I mean, but but how? I'm talking about he because going. Because he played a certain agenda. But, but my thing is though, who is really in charge? Because he goes at everybody. So when you think about like how, <laughs> You know what I mean? How outlandish my man's is. And then how he's still alive. I mean, I'm talking about, look at the shit that's going on in New York. He, he's supposed to be in jail in New York alone. He go in the motherfucker like, and what? I'm just saying, like, homie is like. No, I agree. But that's gangster, though. Yeah, that's gangster. Yeah, but what is gangster? This is. She, she be liking Donald. No, 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 no. Let me find out, Latia. We will get it your ass put in exile. No, it, it's it's not, and, and and that's my. I'm glad you said that, Latia, because I gotta get on. Us. I gotta get on this black folk. I gotta get on us because it's we are so systemically brainwashed. When some shit like that does happen, and it's a fact, it does How you'd be like, damn, that motherfucker gangster. What is really gangster? Latia, I need to know what you think. If somebody was to go to jail, right, and you went to jail, I was just watching the Kardashians on accident. I didn't mean to. Shit came on TV, caught my attention. Happened to be when Kim Kardashian was talking about the lady she was freeing. One had was sentenced to 35 years because her boyfriend had the dope at her house. The other one did uh, 10 years for tax fraud, whatever the case may be. But my thing is like, once you do a crime and you do some time, aren't you, and I, I know that there are some that are not, they go back to the same old ways, but seven out of 10 times you learn your lesson. Seven out of ten times, I think the people know that you ain't supposed to do certain stuff. So why do we continue to glorify the bullshit? So um, as it relates to Donald Trump and his actions, I mean, I I think it goes back to the modern day of what's considered a thug and and, and it's gangster. The reason I say Trump does moves to me that a gangster is because he's a public bully. I think a lot of people and the powers that be they operate in the same way. But just because you're a silent bully or you do it in a, you put sugar on it, doesn't mean that you're not still doing the same thing. Facts. What um, I can respect about Trump 
is that he is who he is consistently. And I always like a snake when they show their face. I like I I, I, I disrespect that. So nothing wow. he does surprises me or I think a lot of other people. I think he's showing his hand. He tells you his hands and he is who he is. So I can respect anybody who walks in the truth. He walks in his truth. Well, if you don't walk in this direction, you know what I'm saying? I may not follow you on whatever journey you're walking on, but I can respect the fact that you're walking and you have a light saying, here I am, and this is who I am. So did you vote for him? Which time? <laughs> Next time. What? This time. This time. Now, now wait, wait a minute. Did you say, am I voting for him or did I? Joe Biden can't get my vote again. All right. Um, um, so I, I want to say this. The only reason Donald Trump lost Latia, you you surprise me all the time. Um, ooh, child. Oh, my God. This episode of The Kenny Burns Show is brought to you by Mickey D. The realest conversations always happen in the Mickey D's booth. Oh, baby, I want extra pickles. Yeah, that's right, extra pickles. And then give me a chocolate milkshake and add some vanilla and strawberry. All the best nights out in with the bite from Mickey D's. Jessica, I can't feel my face. Please, let's go by McDonald's. <laughs> A full car ordering in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. Uh, excuse me, I said I wanted the quarter pound of cheese. You said filet of fish. I'm telling you right now what I want. A full car of what you want in the Mickey D's drive-thru is just the right amount of chaos. What you want, Kenny? I want uh, a Big Mac meal, 10-piece nuggets, and two milkshakes. Uh, he wants a big And a filet of fish. Boy, what you want? Mickey D's is the affordable answer to taking the whole family to dinner. Everyone's got their own. Mickey D's moments. Go on and make more delicious memories today. TKBS Nation. With some of the best and most capable vehicles in the world, Ford knows strong means more than just physical. Ford is sharing the inspiring stories of those behind the wheel who are accomplishing their goals, pursuing their dreams, and creating the world they want to live in. Built Ford Proud highlights D. Bryant, a Ford driver who has shown strength in how she is breaking boundaries to create change in her field for those all around her. D. Bryant is a professional stunt driver featured in over 100 films, movies, and shows. She began riding motorcycles at the age of 11. D has done stunts in many commercials, but she always finds herself gravitating towards Ford vehicles as her personal ride went off screen. In fact, much of her stunt driving training took place in a Ford Mustang. D is one of few females and even fewer African-American female stunt drivers in the industry. She constantly battles against sexism, racism, and unfair representation as many productions try to get around hiring female drivers. As a part of her fight for equality, she co-founded the Association of Women Drivers, a stunt driving school where she helps teach other women to stunt drive. She is just one of many examples that show us that Ford drivers span all walks of life, each with an individual story that shows how they are built Ford Proud. Learn more about D. Bryant's story at Ford.com slash Built Ford Proud. Breaking the mold, strengthening communities, creating change. Real stories brought to you by Ford. Built Ford Proud. One in eight. That's how many people have worked at McDonald's and where some have continued their career. Where graduates of McDonald's Career Online High School program are now role models leading the next generation. Where aunties, uncles, cousins, and communities learn skills they can use in every aspect of life. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. One in eight have worked at McDonald's, and where you start stays with you. 
CKBS Nation, this podcast is brought to you by the good folks at American Express. With Amex, every day can feel like a vacation. And I swear I mean it when I say it. I went to Miami this weekend because I have two Aries that wanted to celebrate by some water. So we land, go to the Soul House, and guess what we checked in using? Yes, my Amex. That night, the Janet Jackson and Ludacris concert was in Hollywood, California. We drove out, so the car service and the drinks went on what? Yes, my Amex. Ladies and gentlemen, my Aries are spoiled rotten. They wanted a boat the next day. What did I pay for the boat with? My Amex. That evening, I wanted some Chinese food. Yes, I got what I wanted at Mr. Child's, and guess what I used to pay for dinner with? Yes, my American Express. The dream is real. When you're with Amex, you can make every day feel like the best day ever. American Express, don't live life without it. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you earn doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite soup dumpling restaurant doubled all the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled and the best part you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it nope discover does it automatically seriously though see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match i want to say this to what latia said no 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 i'm glad you finally telling us how you really feel because the last time you were sucking up to them motherfucking women executives you thought was listening that heard the whole episode and report Posted it by the way. Um, the whole thing is black people, our biggest problem is that we want to emulate what we think is power. We want to emulate what we think moves the needle. And I can't see. I cannot see. I don't care what bully effect Agent Orange has had. I don't care what seemingly power he seems to have every republican of stature every democrat independent responsible journalists all have put him on orange island every one of them so shocking all this is the problem and where we need to draw culture lines and i'm coming to you house but this is where we need to draw culture lines because who are we if we continue to emulate support, amplify, adore, right? Respect, fucking inhumane people. That's why the people in our business are the way they are. They know that we're weak-minded. They know that we're easily fooled. They know that we need to believe in something to exist. Talk about it all the time. We believe in God. There is a higher power. There's no question. But they gave us some religion, y'all. They gave us a few things they want us to have amongst our beliefs, amongst the feeling and spiritual connection we have with an higher being. They gave us some, they knew we was they knew we were connected. They knew that we were highly spiritual and we had this motherfucking thing, but they used our superpowers against us. They continuously, they continue to do it all the time. So my sister, and I, I don't want you to reply, I just want to say this to you because I love you, but that's where when you say out your mouth that you respect a power move? I didn't say I respect him. What I said was I respect a person that shows who they are, not meaning that I respect him as a person or his actions or support that. Heard I'm you. saying like, I, I, I know who you are. 
Like, if I know that you are a a stick up kid, right? And I know over here at the store, this what this how they move. I know I'm not gonna go over there. I don't. I can't acquiesce to what you want me to do. I can't. I can't. You know, follow behind you. But I like the fact that nothing you do surprises me. So it keeps me. It, you you don't prepare for a war when you're in the battle. You prepare for it before it comes. So when you see a person like like Donald Trump that shows who he is and has been who he is consistently, nothing he does should surprise you. Only thing you can do is chuckle and say idiot. Yeah, I think that's it does surprise me because I expect the best out of humans. I think it does surprise me because at a certain level I of know. life, you're supposed to have responsibility. I think at a certain level of life, if you don't have a responsibility, you want to die being selfish. People that want to die being selfish want to blow the fucking world up when they go. People that want to fucking die selfish want to make sure that you're broke, that we are all broke and don't have social security at fucking 69 years old. People that are selfish are going to fuck the whole world up. So I guess the goal for me is to try to expose said fucking idiot right or expose said fucking you know person that could care less about our lives so that we can fucking go into these positions of 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 power so to speak at every level and make the right decisions the only reason i got on the radio was to scream to the top of my lungs like okay yeah there's a choice and you gotta make one regardless of your personal feelings if i could get listen my whole thing in life is if i can get you on the phone if I can get a message to you, a smoke signal, a reporting of what's happening in the hood, I'm going to fucking put you in pocket. I'm going to support that. If you are, on the other hand, not giving a fuck about your own people, let alone mine, I can't support you. And that's the that's the, that's the thing I think we get caught up on. But I want you to come in, house because I know you got some motherfucking energy. All right. So y'all, y'all went through a lot. <laughs> I wish he was next to me. That's what, what I wish. <laughs> Or she was sitting right I'm, here in front of me. Let's start with Latia telling us how she really felt. Yeah. And why I think why I think to a degree did the relevance there. Last week we evacuated uh embassy. In New York, right? And, and no no no. We evacuated an embassy in Rwanda in Africa. Oh, you're talking about the American embassy there. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Whenever has that happened? Well, Rwanda turned up once a time before. Yeah, they turned up one other time. Oh, they turned up. And, and and but when when has it ever been us evacuating us, not us sending us over there to shut shit? No, that's what I'm saying. I remember I remember the Rwanda thing. It was it was our lifetime for sure. I mean, I don't know if it was the 80s or 90s, but Rwanda turned up. My thing is Sudan is this big to us. America ain't never been in this state where we're evacuating our embassy. Yeah, no, listen, right. but Africa should turn up. I mean, that's a whole nother episode, but I'm sorry. I'm not, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And and moving us out and all that. However, I wanna, uh, I just wanna highlight some simple facts about America that make us uh, where we are today. We have shrinking military advantages. We have uh, over uh, overspent deficit. And we have overreach as far as what's called geopolitical uh, engagement. Right. Right. So I say that to say this. The one thing that Dump has to be good at is knowing how to make the company survive. Yeah. That's the one thing Dump has to be good at. Yeah. So all CEOs can benefit and America get their, get, get is their the company, pay. though. 
You know, I'm with you. I'm just saying they, they do that, but they want to, but that's like these selfish, you know, these billionaire fucking CEOs. I'm sorry, multimillionaire CEOs, billionaire CEOs. The fucking, they could lay off four million motherfuckers, but they gonna get their goddamn annual bonus. But what does that do for the employee? Right. You took me to my next point. I'm glad you said that because you said the Democrats and the Republicans alike have placed them on Orange Island, right? Now I wanna highlight something to you that you might realize. Talk to me. Republicans have objectives, while Democrats have agendas. Let me explain. I li- I l- hold Republican- on, you, you're smart. You are smart. Yes, sir, Ski. Come Republicans on. Republicans have objectives. Democrats have agendas. I want to demonstrate this in its totality because you guys remember the George Floyd uh, gun laws that were supposed to be pushed? Mm-hmm. There's, guess who introduced that to us? The Democrats. They only utilize the Republican objective to shift morality and behavioral conditioning to serve their agenda. If I get you to say that I'll control and take away your guns, yeah. then you'll believe it's safe to take this vaccine and stay home. Mm. You, you see how that works? Yeah. But we still ain't get that law passed. Ain't no gun law got passed. No, yet. listen. Notice how many times Democrats say, oh, we're going to do this for you, but it's to serve another agenda. It's yeah. to get, again, moral conditioning and behavioral conditioning to get a certain alignment. You know why? Because for a very long time, I want to say since about 1969, there has been a collaborative effort of what government is. We are not a democrat, uh, a democracy. We're a democratic republic, yeah. which means that there is a republican government in place, yeah. which is held up by oligarchic um, relationships. Yeah. However, we present bipartisanism as a means to get them to sway whatever way we can't push. No, for, listen, bro. He's twenty-eight, ladies and gentlemen, and he's single, ladies. Um, so I, you know. First and foremost, 1,000%. And I think ultimately party doesn't matter, right? I think they're all cohorts on some level. Uh, right. fr- uh, face fronting, they're here to show us one thing. Um, but right. there's the complete agenda because there's no reason guns shouldn't be, I mean, confiscated from people that are not right. in law enforcement or I, I don't even believe in the Second Amendment, right? I'm sorry. Because so I much to touch death. touch on that too. Yeah, it's cool. But, but so much death has come from that unnecessary death, untimely death. It's just ridiculous. The right to bear arms. Motherfucker, if you can't fight, nigga, okay, well shit, take some Taekwondo or some shit, nigga. Get get in a boxing class, nigga. But all this gun shit, it's unbelievable. And they're doing exactly what they wanna do with it. They're teaching, okay, let's, let's give me, give me the org chart, here we go. At the top, you have the NRA. Let's just put them as the number one culprit in the world. Whoever is down with that, who's ever a part of that. Let's put the NRA at the top. Let's go down. All right, you go to music and entertainment, right? All you want to see in the movies is shoot them up, bang, bang, rescue. We did it. Drugs, mafia, anything. And I'm talking to you, black people. Anything, destruction, you want to see that. A lot of has to do with guns. Amen. Go down to the other side of entertainment because that was movies. We're going to go across the grid right to the music. The music. Ladies and gentlemen, they used to ban curse words. You couldn't say you were going on a op and you were going to go get busy and 
this motherfucker died. The worst we had back in the day was colors. Colors, 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 colors. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you could not do that shit. But now, 90 percent 90% of hip hop is talking about death in the 90 percent when it was 10 percent it was eye-opening 90 percent when it was 10 percent it was storytelling of things that went on that you saw rarely 90 percent 90 percent means it's happening every day there's another mass shooting this weekend they're not fucking playing ladies and gentlemen and guess who are doing the mass shootings they're not even reporting the mass shootings that are going in the hood the mass shootings they're promoting are the white people they're not even promoting the gangland style shootings that happen I'm t- local news yes but on the national news you don't get that so there you have it NRA entertainment on the movie side death destruction mob gangster drugs cripple you as a human. On the music side, kill, 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 and it's working to a T, all right? And that's that's no color. I was saying you black people because I want you to hear the words that come out of my mouth because we do the most killing to each other, okay? I want to show you something though. Come on. It's not until Donald Dump is in office that you have an insurrection in a nation that has a second amendment right. Mm. However, France, Italy, and Canada have regular demonstrations, as well as China, yep. against their government. So, and this is in this. They is just tore I up the luxury department stores last week. They were spray painting the, the Louis Vuitton, everything. And and this is this is why this is why I make the points that I make, how I make them. In China, yes, there is strong government lack of guns. However, it evens the playing field amongst the people, so it's easier for us to band together. Mm. The difference here in America is, again, we're morally conditioned and behaviorally conditioned. So if I give everybody a gun and nobody's fight is your fight, guess what? Now you scared to go join forces. Mm. So we still in control. So we have to look at that aspect of it as much as we look at how that thing works. When when America is or was the strongest nation, what is America? America is internally manufacturing while externally sourcing mm. and uh, making investments that then go to be staples of ownership in other nations. Right now, we're experiencing an economic climate like no other. Yeah. We have the highest yeah. inflation in the homeless population while having the least ownership of our inflated real estate. Guess what we're doing? We're selling our country yes. to, as barracks to China, Listen, to Russia. Listen, the to housing crash of 2008, they came over here and bought mm-hmm. half the United States as far as I'm concerned. Right. So to your point, listen, right. you're absolutely right. But what is the what is the solve? If you think no, 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 I'm going to I'm going to say what I think and then I want you to expound all three of you. I think that when you look at how we grew up, we grew up in communities. Each community had this effect over all communities in the country. What was going on with the automotive movement in Detroit and how the black middle class rose in Detroit that spread to Atlanta. That spread, and it was it was all over the place. I think the problem is we don't have community. People think so broadly, right? And we have broad conversations because we want everybody that can hear this socially and digitally, which goes broad to hear it. But we're also doing the work in our communities. 
And that's where I think the amplification comes from. Because see, when you think about community, think about your neighborhood right now, right? You got these subdivisions around you. How many people you know in your subdivision, Latia? Eight people. Right. How many houses? Forty some houses eight, around eight, you. Maybe sixty. Let's just say yeah. sixty. Kendra, you live in a community. How many yeah, people around you? How many neighbors you know? I don't have that many neighbors. We on five acres. Period. Okay, the little light stunt. You could take that. Um, the point I'm trying to. I didn't talk about. This. See, this is this is where we, this is where we. No, but I, the point I'm trying to say is people don't people don't know their neighbors no more. You can't go down the street. And go, you know what I mean, borrow some sugar nuts, you're gonna do that today because we don't trust nobody, but that's another thing. They don't even have, they don't have resolve enough to, you know, to exist as, as a community, as a neighborhood. And that's where I think we go wrong because in the event, right? And let's, let's speak to, to you, Latia. If in the event, if you live in a gated community, it's 60 some house. Y'all could band together and do some motherfucking damage. Somebody trying to come in that motherfucker. And don't tell me that you don't understand the value of that if it came to Hunger Games. <laughs> your, your, your five acres, Kendra, you gonna goddamn build you a motherfucking wall, ain't you? You gonna, you gonna do something to protect, but who around you? Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like the overarching things are obvious. We have poor leadership. Okay, yeah, but what can we do about it? Uh, not much. Not being in politics or being in those in those senates in those in those seats in the council, city council. But in your neighborhood, you could do a whole lot. You can keep right. to, to Latia's point about slimming them over at the package store. Uh, you can get the motherfuckers up off the block. You know exactly how to get them up off the block. You could go tell such such about their motherfucking grass. You know what I'm saying? Because they motherfucking gonna cut their motherfucking grass. It's certain thing, but. People scared of the Joneses because the Joneses, they done built their whole, they in the Hunger Games right now. They done got their whole shit looking like goddamn. <laughs> but you feel what I'm saying? We don't we don't address things anymore. We don't have, there's no, where's the neighborhood watch? Where, where, where's the, where's the person? My, my mother-in-law is so cute and she listens to every podcast. I love you, mom. She literally was the PTA, I mean, not, well, not the PTA, what's the shit called, y'all? The, the neighborhood president. The HOA Association? One, one of them. You know, my mama is too, for her building. Like, they love the opportunity to get to know their neighbors. They want to know who, that's why, like, when my mama say, yeah, I talk to such, such downstairs, they want to meet you. Ma, don't talk to nobody about me no more. <laughs> These people ain't sane like you, your air is sane. These motherfuckers crazy. I don't even want to know that you live there. But she's like, how am I supposed to talk to my yeah. community? How am I supposed to talk to the people around me? And I, I agree. But that's how I am too. My came to me to the airport. Uh, came up to me in the airport yesterday. He said, you really out here with us in, in the population? I'm like, where, 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 where I'm supposed to be? I'm supposed to hide and, and take the Porsche underneath the thing to the thing and get up in the thing and not talk to nobody and just be an arrogant nigga? No, I really want to have community. I really want, I mean, of course I do run from the weirdos, but the, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know me, y'all be with me, we be outside, we've been around the world together, like, y'all see how it goes, supposed to go, but I just feel like people don't do that no more. House, I know you have something to say. We're not gonna have community until we have communication. And we're not gonna have uh, mm. unity until we have honest communication. Cause these children is texting words community. that ain't even full words, Chade. They can't even have full fucking you conversation. I'm sorry, please go ahead. They sure can't. That's what we have to deal with first to reclaim our culture, to reclaim our space, to reclaim our unity and our families is in all honesty, where is it safe for us to speak? Kendra? Um, I, honestly, I think that we have to let go 
of the legacy model of building community. I mm. think that um, times are evolving and we can stay, you know, 10 toes down in what was and, and fight about what is, or we can find a way to um, find a way to create a, 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 a mesh. You know, let's let's try to meet people in the generation where they are without compromising who we are. You know, because the next generation, they need what we have. I remember when I was a kid, my mom saying, oh, y'all got with skate music, this and that. Oh, they singing about this. But now I'm like, ooh, they singing about that. You know what I mean? I feel like right. my mama age back then. And I know you probably do too, Kenny. So I think we just have to um, not necessarily erase the legacy model, but we need to um, let's enhance it. Let's, cause, because nobody wants to be talked talk at. You know what I'm saying? They want to talk too. Mm. And I think we just, we're just in an era where we have to just figure it out. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to bust figure that gun on your pinky toe just a little bit. Um, definitely love your energy if you're necessary. I need you on the next five podcasts back to back. Um, I, you know, the, the, the problem is, right, we were scared of something. We had something to lose, whatever that was. Whatever that was, there was something in our innate ability of understanding that we we knew that there was a line. There was a line in the sand. There was a culture line we was not going to cross. That's the issue I have with part of that statement. I agree wholeheartedly with most of it. Part of it being, though, without legacy, there will be no real firm understanding today because if you let them, you can... Kendra, you can speak to this. You deal with children or you dealt with them. Sugar says it all the time, dealing with seventh graders. They can't communicate. The reason they can't communicate is because they're not being communicated to at home. It starts at home. Whatever whatever that short conversation is because you ain't trying to deal with them and you rather text it when you're in the other room, that's that's the problem. They think that that's... and, and, And to your point, though, Latia... That is how the world is. They clearly are functioning. They clearly are making money. They clearly have all the access in the world. So yes, there is a uh, meshing of understandings, but no, there has to be a blueprint because this ain't it. You, not today, you are not comfortable with everything ceasing and leaving into a 21 year old's hands to run the world. Back in the day when Kennedy, Martin Luther King, all these people in their 20s, you don't have that. I wasn't that. You weren't that. Like, we ain't that. So I get why this generation is how they are. They get it from us, taking full ownership. But the one thing we have done, and I can speak for myself, and I know Kendra can adhere to this as well. We did the best we could do as parents, and we were there. Yes. And we participated. And they didn't have the lives we had. So that's one generation, one up. You hear me? Because we weren't even given the opportunity to, to, to question, to ask why. Nigga, eat these goddamn hot dogs and beans. Yes, five days in a row. It's what it is. Well, get your ass outside and go get a job. Twelve. Twelve. Not, not trying to get Kenny to do it out of college next year. You feel me? So my thing is, like, I hear all that. And yes, I don't nobody understand the mixing and messing and understanding better than me. But I am at the point where it's not clicking. Not for me. I'm clicked. I'm clicked the fuck up, okay? All you youngins out there to listen, I'm clicked the fuck up. I'm outside. I don't have no motherfucking overseer, 
Okay? Huh? Ain't no motherfucking algorithm telling me to post this, when to post this. I'm not giving a fuck how it look. But everything polished. That's how I am. Do it more natural. No, do it like this. No, you do it like that, nigga. You dance, monkey. Dance, nigga. Huh? I'm not doing that shit. That's the disconnect. These motherfuckers want to deal with the algorithm. I want to deal in reality. Well, they've grown up in a time of technology of social media and all those things. Yeah. So they don't have a chance to communicate. Um, we had to call each other homes and say, how you doing, Miss Johnson? Can I speak to Kendra? Sure. Kendra, get on the phone. A lot of these kids and their parents don't even know who they're talking to. On the Hello? They're on, they're on the games talking to people nationally. I mean, it's just, it's different. It's a different time. Yeah. Yeah, and they bust me something. And they busting it wide open on the phone. Y'all just gave me something. Come on. Yeah, y'all ready? We have lost our initiation of initiative. The difference back in the day is you had to you you knew you wanted to talk to that person because you had to pick up the phone and dial it. You knew you had to write that letter. You had to take the time to be in that. And right now, or the whole time we've been making these points, I've been hearing fake love, fake love, fake love. And that's, that's what we lost. That's how they got us. Remember, the one thing that mattered most to families back in the day was having the love of your family. Knowing that no matter, we ain't got nothing, we got each other. Amen. Yeah, you know I mean? And now that's not, that's not, that doesn't live anymore. Parents are now teaching their children to go and fend for themselves. Oh, you live in a different time. You need your own resources and this, that kind of, and for a very long time, the initiation to initiative has been lost and now we're living in a world of fake love so I can initiate anything but for what reason Facts. listen hold on you deserve <clears throat> listen ladies and gentlemen I, you know, I want to create this conversation culture lines to obviously have us thinking and continue the conversation and I want to go around to my illustrious panel of superheroes and get your perspective on culture lines uh, and I'll end it with uh, my perspective and then we'll try to say our tagline together in unison which i'm sure we're gonna fuck up but that's who we are uh i'll start with you kendra where, where do you see culture lines and what do they mean to you um for me culture lines is important i think we lost um the black community lost our sense of culture line when we started moving to the suburbs and wanted to be accepted by a different race we used to be in our own community Ooh, I, listen, I'm telling you. the corner stores. Yeah. We were able to, you know, if mama didn't have it this week, they'll give you credit. You go back and pay the next week. You can't go. You don't get that anymore. Listen. So I think we kind of messed up our culture by trying to be accepted by others. Oh, God damn, Kendra. You ain't know what the fuck was going on a few minutes ago, but you figured the <laughs> fuck out. All right. Uh, Hasa did it. Talk to me, player. Culture lines. <laughs> lie within our families and our homes first mm. and they're upheld by how we present ourselves in our community amen amen Great to our job. community and for our community absolutely the nigga said the initiative to initiate the initiatives <laughs> i love you <laughs> latia talk to me baby what baby, are your culture baby. lines and how are you gonna draw you know i think for me it always starts with a solid foundation i think that we have access to so much stuff that is forcing us to, to detach from our spiritual life. Mm. And I think once we have our spiritual foundation and our unison with, with God, then that'll help perpetuate and spill over in, in other areas. 
Because right now is to do with thy will and whatever thy want. What gets the most attention? What gets the most this? What's mm. the most clickbait? What's the what's the, the smoke screen? What's the you know the whistleblower? Like who? You know what I mean? Mm. Like this artificial intelligence is 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 no authentic intelligence. Everything you know, it's just it's just crazy. Everything's artificial right now. It is. And I think being able to tap into that authenticity of what's genuine, what's real, we don't even know what's real anymore. And I dare somebody <laughs> call me and say, "Well, your eyelash is not real," so we're not talking about that. So what's real things that are beyond skin deep. Yeah. Not the surface. Surface, yeah. So for me, that culture line is connecting back with the creator, the spirituality, the place of peace that gives you that unction, that wisdom on how to deal with people. How do you raise your children? How do you like how do you deal with this? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. life is crazy, but No, you killed Foundation that. Spirituality. That's Foundation is spirituality. Way to come back from saying you voted for Trump. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, culture lines for me are exactly what my brother and my sister said. Spirituality is key. Listen, Hash, you're right. We got to get back to the identity of who we are and what we are. And to, to sh- I mean, to Coco's point, ladies and gentlemen, we can't keep running. I just, I just did it yesterday. The other day, Sovu Sunday, I said you cannot keep running from things that are going to be a part of your trajectory anyway. Those are, those are the things you can't run from. Yeah, leave everything you you know to get where you're going in the 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 way of I got to leave here because I ain't going to be successful in this particular space I'm in. Not the things you got to go through to get there. Y'all be trying to run from the things you got to go through to get there. That's the culture line I'm drawing. Journey, Kenny. Yeah, you gotta embrace the journey. You gotta own it, and most important, you gotta be present in it. You people out there, listen to me. Try to not be present in your journey and see how well that turns out for you, huh? Do not let that go over your head. And I'm drawing the culture line there. I like to uh, thank you, Hasa Diddy, Coco, uh, Latia, my baby. Um, I love y'all, man. These conversations are so important for the nation. And on the count of three, we gonna get out of here. But wait, first, I want to shout out. Y'all got to hear me, y'all. It's coming up. The Roots Picnic. Ball alert. My sister Robin has the go-go stage. That's right. Three in the morning, the pancake out. Yeah. Four in the morning, we'll be rolling to my house. You been to D.C. Huh? We got Red Essence. We got the Backyard Band. Big shout to uh, Live Nation Urban Robin. I'm so proud of you. She has the go-go stage at the Roots Picnic. Round of applause for Robin Lyon. My sister from another mister, my baby, baller alert. Baller alert. <laughs> I made that up. All right, y'all, we out of here. Thank you for tuning in to episode 30, Culture Lines. You want to know why? The dream, the dream is, is real. real. <laughs> the, 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 the dream is real.